0: W. T. L. It's time! W. T. L. I think we got a show. Oh yeah, we got a show! W. T. L. And welcome back, everybody, to WTL Where's the Line. I'm your host, Andy Class and joined by... Jabron. (laughs) The Parlay Pounder. Yeah, we're back. Did some pounding last week. We did. Got to get back after it this week. No doubt about it. And we're starting Thursday night, NFL football. Yeah. It's not on NBC. Nope. It's on a streaming service by the name of Prime (laughs) that I think a lot of people have... uh, figured out by now <laughs> yeah no they, they've got
1: their subscriptions in line and um, known that their wives have had about three or four of them over the years so uh yeah everybody's figured it out by now but yeah all these thursday night games are played on prime
0: and uh yeah that's where you got to go yep 715 prime streaming it's the dolphins Heading on up to Cincinnati to take on the Bengals. Curious line here. Yeah. Uh, Wow, and it's moved within the last couple hours here. Uh, Bengals, I got them at a minus four. They are the four-point favorite over-under at 47, was 47.5. Yeah, for sure, Andy, and yeah. Like you said, a lot of these opened
1: at it, minus 3 towards the Bengals and 47.5 as the over-under. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of people are just uh, set in their ways thinking the Bengals are going to climb out of this kind of hole that they've uh, created for themselves. Yeah. Miami's coming in at 3-0. and Bengals are at 1-2. and now, just by the numbers, the Dolphins have defied logic with their win over the Bills yeah. uh, to get to 3-0 and and then a, a hey. following a nearly impossible comeback against the Ravens the week before. Right. So they have tiptoed around this and got two wins when it, you know, they... n- n- nothing's nothing's easy in the NFL. I'm not trying to say that, Andy, but it looked like they were in dire need oh, of points in both of those. It's crazy. And it, it came. Um, there's just bound to be some regression. Uh, you know, after you know, they don't have a very good run game, and it's just been Tua (laughs) just kind of hacking it up. And with Tua's back injury and limited, you know, like I said, running game, I think this is a tough spot for the Dolphins in a hostile environment on a short week.
0: But you are what your record says you are, right? Correct. Uh, Some coach said that one time, and right now Miami is three and zero ATS against the spread. Yep, and you have to love that as a better. And Cincinnati, aren't they coming off a short week? They they are they both are yep okay so it's going to be kind of a watered down game plan and on top of that Cincinnati it's early in the season I get it but they've underperformed yeah Joe Burrow's stats are kind of terrible. yeah no I definitely, mean they're, they're garbage right now it's definitely not looking the best for uh, for Joe
1: Burrow right now but I I just think this is just a big spot for Miami to have that classic meltdown while Cincinnati continues marching his back into the AFC playoff contention.
0: Well, so I like that three or three and a half. Now we're seeing it at four. Are you
1: still yeah. leaning on Cincinnati? I, I like really? Cincinnati up to a touchdown, I believe. Um, I'm looking at this probably about a 28-21 to 21 win yeah. for the Bengals. They cover the spread and, uh,
0: yeah, move on. Okay, well, what I'm saying is I like the under. Yeah. And, and, uh, and I got it at 47 and a half. It's already moved down to 47. Uh, I With the short week, mm-hmm. watered-down game plan, I do think we're going to see some regression with Miami. Cincinnati, they got to get right. Like they they're not even at the point where they can fall off. They need to figure something yeah, out Yeah, for sure. Um you're also seeing a lot of uh uh that Tua injury. Man, that is is it head, is it his back, is it is his ankle, it's yeah. something. It's something. <laughs> it's something so that also <laughs> bodes well for that under to hit. When yeah. Teddy Bridgewater came in the game, mm-hmm. uh, I think they went backwards about 20 yards yeah i mean no he had three plays and they were all terrible definitely not the look that you want for sure (laughs) so i know it's a limited window there but still whenever a starting quarterback um they're being you know tight-lipped about the injury there sure that's never good that's never good all right so we're going to move on to the college rinks some thursday night football all right utah state traveling over to provo byu where BYU is a heavy favorite, minus 24. Over-under is also jacked up here at 61.5.
1: Yeah, uh, Utah State and BYU renew a fierce rivalry, you know, (laughs) uh, when – you know, I, I think there's a trophy for this one. I think it's the old wagon wheel or something like that, Andy. All right. Um, but yeah, the Cougars come yeah. into this BYU uh, three and one, number nineteen in the nation. Yeah. Uh, currently possessing, I just looked it up. That old wagon wheel trophy after taking it two straight in the series. Yeah. Uh, uh, BYU is facing a Mountain West opponent for the second time in a five day span after beating Wyoming. Yeah, yeah. Thirty eight to twenty four on Saturday. Okay. Um I just really think that this is kind of the reason that BYU is moving up in stature for conferences. I think this is yeah. probably the final time that they're ever gonna play these guys before they go to the Big Twelve uh, next year. And I really think they're gonna put the put the licks on them. I think BYU probably about forty two to Utah State's let's go ten.
0: Okay, so, I mean, that you're saying they cover the this big spread easily. Yeah. And I'm seeing the consensus is moving up here, yeah. uh, 24 and a half already. Yeah. Um, I like that as well. I think BYU is going to beat the living tar out of these guys. Uh, Utah State, they're as bad as the Nebraska Cornhuskers <laughs> as far as against the spread. Yeah, no doubt. They, no, are, they 0 are and 4 oh and 4, oh and, four. Oh and 4 So don't be scared of this. Uh, point spread here. Yeah, 24 and a half. It's it's going to be child's play for these guys. Uh, They're going to come out and kind of
1: just put their statement, this is why we're leaving. Uh, You guys aren't in our class. I would be kind of skeptical, Andy, on that over under. It's sitting at sixty right now on my book. Yep. And I just don't think that Utah State's gonna be able to put on enough points up to really hit that because I think that, I think BYU yeah. is gonna get about forty. I just don't think that Utah State can bring that twenty.
0: And that's exactly what the line's telling us right now. It's already getting bet down. When right. I was doing some notes earlier today, it was at sixty one and a half consensus. Now it's yeah. already down to sixty. That's a point and a half in a matter of a few hours, just Correct. doing some research here. Uh you're also looking at a BYU defense that only gives up about 150 yards of Rushing a game.
1: To a good team.
0: That's a yeah, to a good team. Yeah. So I I, I like that as well. If I had to bet over under, probably go with the under, even though that line is frantically coming down. Yes, sir. And I like BYU to cover. I think we're in agreement on Yay. that. One. How about look at that? that. Look at that. All right. We're getting along <laughs> here, guys. All right. Let's move on to Friday night Heck football. Six yeah. o'clock kickoff on the mothership, ESPN. Tulane, the green wave. Head on over to Houston to take yeah. on the Cougars. Got a three-and-a-half point favorite here in Houston, over-under set at 54 and a half. Gibran, what do yeah. you think
1: of this? Um, uh, some books are um, kind of... Over, you know, uh, not looking at this one the same way. I still have two and a half on a couple of my books, and, like, it's been pushed to three wow. and a half on a couple. Uh, consensus is at uh, 54 and a half on the over under there, Andy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, if you remember right, two weeks ago, Tulane, the Green Wave, beat a very, very, very good Kansas State team. They did. That just took down number 6 in the nation, Oklahoma.
0: Yes, they and did. And
1: Houston has been one of the most underwhelming teams yeah. in college football coming in with a big ranking because of how good they finished last right. year um but Andy but, but there's always a but um <laughs>
0: too many butts right yeah
1: uh Houston's <laughs> defensive line continues to be a tear on the opposition yeah. but if they aren't in the backfield they are bleeding yards they get smacked if their defensive line is high reward exactly defense. yeah I like Tulane's offense to put up points against this undisciplined uh, Houston defense, but the tempo should send this game over the 54-and-a-half. The Cougars are playing at a top-30 tempo in the country, and Tulane hasn't been challenged by a vertical passing game like Houston yet. I expect expect plenty of possessions in this one, and I just think it's going to be, you know, it, my We've best bet it. is the fifty-four and a half.
0: Is the is fifty-four and a half over, and that's moving up as well. Yeah. Um. And and it's because ninety-five percent of the bets right now are going pouring in on the over. So yes. the sooner you can get that in, if you like that, do it. The better for you because that line's just going to keep moving over. Yes. Because everyone has the same feeling. Two weak defenses, two pretty good offenses. We've seen flashes from both. Yeah. And Tulane, you know, they had that win over Kansas State, but then they came right back and lost a game they shouldn't have. Exactly. So they're an up-and-down team as well. Yeah, I would say uh, some people
1: should look at the plus-125 money line for Tulane, but I just don't have – I I don't like backing a team that is is up-and-down as this. I just – I like the over. It's the only – Value play in the whole thing for me, so hit that fifty-four and a half over Tulane Houston. That's what I'm sticking yeah, with.
0: Yeah, and if yeah, and if you don't know if the 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 line's not where you want it to be, you don't have to bet it. Exactly. So sidestep the damn thing. Yep. All right, now we got the big one. Yep. Friday night, nine thirty, ESPN number fifteen. Washington is heading down to L.A. Yeah. to take on the Coliseum, right? To take on UCLA, where they find where the Bruins. They're a three-point dog. Yeah. Two-and-a-half some books. Two-and-a-half on some books,
1: Andy. Uh, but the, what's really crazy about this game is the over-under is sitting at 64 and a half points. Yeah. They are expecting these teams to just light up the scoreboard. <laughs> Both of these teams are two of the only, you know, last few that are undefeated in all of college football, yeah. Andy, yeah. with uh, Washington being number 15 in the nation right now. Um, I, I
0: really like this matchup, Andy. Um, should be a lot of fun. I will be. say this, though. UCLA. uh Good start, right? They're 4-0. Can't yeah. get any better than that. However, they're only 2-2 two and two against the spread where Correct. the Huskies are 4-0. Yeah. And I love that body of work, what they've got going on right now. I feel like... Obviously, they're the favorite, Yeah. so I I really like them, and that two and a half, that's a key number. Yeah. That's saying they can still win by a field goal and take it down, so I like that for the Huskies right now. Yeah, correct, Andy, and I was about to go the same way with it.
1: Washington has been one of the biggest surprises in college Uh football, obviously, Uh, blowing out the likes of Michigan State and Stanford.
0: Yeah, that put Michigan State on notice. Exactly, as they jump
1: inside of the top 15 in polls. So I really like uh, Washington coming into UCLA right now. Their offense has just been uh, fantastic, and I just don't see any way that uh, UCLA's defense hasn't been challenged as much Against a team like this, I really think they're yeah. going to put up points. Uh, obviously, with that over/under, I'm going to stick a stay away from that because that is just so many points to <laughs> These make two teams up on. Are,
0: they're smacking the overs though. They have been yeah all this season. getting back to last season, they've been smacking that. Over. 65
1: points is just too much for me to <laughs> risk on. I I really like I really like Washington here at a uh, minus two and a half, and that's what I'm sticking with in this game.
0: What if it gets up to three, and we know that that could happen? Yeah. I really like Washington
1: no matter what by a field goal, but I wouldn't go any more than that. I wouldn't go five. I wouldn't go six. Three and I, a half. Stay away. Exactly. I'm sticking at three. That's why I'm locking it in at two
0: and a half right now. There you go. And uh, I like it. All right. You heard the horn there, folks. We are up against it, but let's take a minute to recognize one of our fabulous partners, and that is Play Action Pools, as they are revolutionizing group hosting platforms. Make it your new spot for all your football contest needs. Play today at playactionpools.com. And if you're new, if you're signing up, use promo code WTL. You know we got your back.
1: Yep. And uh shout out Matt Olinger. He Matt. is the college football pick'em
0: winner of the week. He's on top of the leaderboard now. And we got some swag coming out to you, Matt. Congratulations, Matt. Don't go anywhere, folks. We will be right back with more WTL.
1: W. T L. All he does is workout and performance Ten and two,
0: eighty-five percent weekend. You're a W T L. And welcome back to W T L, everybody. I'm your host Andy Klassen joined by Jabron, ooh, the Parlay <laughs> Pounder. Yes, sir. This is where's the line, Nebraska's one and only sports betting show. And here we go, getting into a Big 12, Big 10 slate. A lot of games of interest here. for sure. And let's just get into the big noon kickoff on Fox. Yeah. That is Michigan. The Wolverines flying high, flying into Hawkeye Stadium there in Iowa. Iowa City taking on the Hawkeyes. Yeah. Uh, Andy, on this one, the line's sitting right there at
1: 10.5 towards the Wolverines. Yeah. Uh, The over-under is sitting at 42 points right now. Yeah. Iowa is just an intriguing case study, aren't they? Yeah, uh, The yeah. defense seems their best source of offense. Uh, last week <laughs> on the road are. against Rutgers, uh, Iowa scored two touchdowns on the defensive, you know, uh, and then 13 <laughs> points elsewhere, you know, in route to 27-10 victory. Yeah. Now it faces a far better Michigan team that yeah. uh, is going yeah. to try and... You know, keep this game on the ground. Uh, They just had a hard-fought win against Maryland that we kind of, you know, called, you know, correctly last week. We did Uh, got that that one right. Blake Crum rushed for 243 yards on 30 carries last week for him. Uh, But the Iowa defense is fantastic. Andy, top 10 success rate in all categories across uh, Mm -hmm. across the nation. Um I don't trust Spencer Petras to put up, you know, points against a strong Michigan defense either. No, but the Wolverines aren't going to push the pace. Um neither team plays fast. Each mm-hmm. uh, each is out outside the top 100 um in, you know, plays per minute this
0: season. Uh Iowa wants to play a low-scoring game and it's going to get it. You you said 10 and a half there. Yes. And that's what I saw a lot earlier and yeah. now I'm seeing 11. And I might just jump on that because I really think the Hawkeyes can keep it closer just due to defense. Yeah. I re- um, I mean, that's a lot of points on the road in the Big Ten. I know it's really easy to throw shade at Iowa yeah. and to joke around about it. Um, but I just think the pace of the game, their defense, all those different factors, their offense has to wake up sometime, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah. I- I Doesn't don't, it? I don't know. If and it, I think Maryland gave them something to look at, too. Yeah, for sure. Uh, you know, uh, we talked about, you know, Michigan, they're averaging 47 points per game. Yeah. Okay, all right, but that was one of the easiest schedules. I yeah. Mean, not Nebraska easy when you talk about the first three games, mm-hmm. but still pretty gosh darn easy, Hawaii yeah. and folks like that. For sure. Then, then the, they got tested against uh, Maryland. Yeah, I think this is a, a going to be a greater test for them. This defense for Iowa is legit. Yeah, for sure. Like I
1: said, Iowa and Michigan both play are going to play. You know, low scoring games in the Big Ten. And mm-hmm. what I'm really looking at here, Andy, is that under 42 points. I really yeah. think that that that's is probably the safest. I bet. think that's a lock. Yeah. I yeah, I don't I don't want to stretch Michigan out too far on the minus ten and a half. But uh, I don't think Iowa's a bad play either.
0: Yeah, i I think it's I think that's fair, and that's a lot of points on the road. But you're you're probably right, and that's where uh, you know just about half the money's going on yeah, that under for sure. You know, a lot of times you see the over just getting smashed. Right, <laughs> <laughs> everyone kind of pumped the brakes. Yeah, <laughs> uh, with this one. Yeah. All right, so let's move on to a Big Twelve game here. Yeah. That would be Texas taking on number twenty five ranked. Kansas State, and I guess they got like a signature win or something. Yeah. About a week ago, a lot of eyeballs were watching that one. That's going to be – Noon kickoff on ESPN. Yeah, Andy, it's uh actually Texas
1: Tech. Texas Tech versus uh, yes, the yes. Kansas State Wildcats. Uh yeah, number 25 in the nation just took down Oklahoma. Adrian Martinez probably played the best game of his life. Five yeah. touchdowns. Uh just looked really really good. It was it was a it was a really fun game to watch, Andy. It was. Um but yes, yeah, storyline here is can Kansas State do it again?
0: Yeah, because didn't they just lose to the Green Wave?
1: They just lost to Tulane the Green Wave the <laughs> week before, um, but this one is at home. Andy, uh, the Wildcats are you know on the verge of another sellout. Uh, wow, yeah, two in a row, two in a row. This matchup uh, bodes well for the Wildcats as the week. Texas Tech offensive line won't be able to slow down K-State's uh, front seven. I've heard a lot of that chatter. A lot of that chatter, and I really do think Adrian Martinez has his legs under him now at the new st- at the new stadium, yeah. b- behind the new fans and all that kind of stuff. I see Kansas State winning this one 31-24. Tw- uh, 31-24?
0: And that, that's something that I've and a lot of other Husker fans out there have been looking for is, all right, well, when's Adrian going to put the ball on the yeah. turf? And he didn't do that in Oklahoma. Nope. In the biggest moments, he came up huge. Huge. That third and sixteen, that scramble, like that was just vintage year one freshman. And I was, you know, like <laughs> all Husker fans are like, wow, we There's have three guy. more years of that. There's that guy. Sign me up. Yeah. Uh, but it couldn't be happier for the young man. And other than that little screw up, we'll call it, uh, yeah. against Tulane, they are three and one ATS. Yeah. I like the Wildcats as well. Heck Texas yeah. Texas Tech's not showing me I mean, their record's three and one, but Besides that, that was a soft schedule to start things off with. Yeah, for sure. Now they're going to a hostile environment. I think Kansas State, now that they've felt some success, they know they can do it. Yep. I don't view this as your traditional. Uh, layover game, trap game, whatever you want to call it. I think it's all hands on deck. They are ready to go. Yeah, and like we're saying,
1: that most books are sitting there at that seven and a half. Andy, mm-hmm. I, I don't feel quite good enough to go K State seven and a half. I would buy a point down to you know go six and a half or at seven straight up. Uh, I think they're going to win by a touchdown, but that's where they're going to get you with that seven and a half.
0: Yeah. yeah, and that's that's an that's a very interesting point, and you took me to another place because now. And a lot of books I'm looking at here, looking at multiple books, minus eight. Mm-hmm. Minus eight. So that's going in the wrong direction. So that's yeah. where I might sprinkle something on Texas Tech. Exactly. Like, I think Kansas State's going to win. I yeah. do. It's yep. at home. All those things. But come on now. Uh, Texas Tech's a good squad. Good uh, enough. Good, good enough to, to cover uh,
1: eight point or a 10-point spread. So, uh, And if you guys are feeling a little bit weary on that, uh, the minus 280 uh, money line for uh, Kansas State is always a good
0: parlay piece. Nice. Put that in your back pocket. Yeah. Might be a little foreshadowy. <laughs> yes, sir. There. All righty. Let's move on to number nine, Oklahoma taking on number 16, Baylor. Yeah. High profile game here. Yeah. Uh, like you said, it's a Big 12 matchup.
1: Number nine Oklahoma State versus number 16 Baylor. Oklahoma State coming in undefeated at 3-0. Baylor at 3-1. Uh, the line sitting right now at minus two towards the Baylor Bears. Uh, over/under sitting at 57. Andy.
0: Yeah. So uh, there's a lot of things going on here. Two really good offenses, right? Yeah. Uh, Nebraska's future coach and Dave Aranda, I guess I'm hearing that uh, yeah. is over there for Baylor, and it was kind of funny listening to people, you know, yeah, kind of talk about that and bring that up. And uh, ooh, I like the way he's getting into it with his players. I like how this is it. I, Yeah, I don't make too much of that. Uh, I I I like where this line's at. Um, and it's tough to predict. I mean, I'm looking at minus two Baylor. <laughs> yes. Is that where you're at with it? For sure. And I don't know what I'm thinking of uh the over under <laughs> either. Like I think they're spot on 56 and a half here.
1: Yeah, Andy. Uh the one thing that I do like this in this in this matchup is the over. I do think this is going to be a classic Big 12 shootout. Uh the unit I trust the most is Oklahoma State's offense uh, mm-hmm. led by Spencer Sanders who has had 10 touchdowns and nearly 1000 yards through 3 games. I can't see this game finishing like 21 to 16 or anything like that like it uh-huh. did a year ago. I think it's going to be a classic Big 12 shootout and 56 and a half or 50 C 57. I like it. You I know, like
0: going over there. That that's hilarious cuz I mean you are with the crowd there. 100%. Yeah. I'm not kidding you. I just dug this up. All right. 100% of the bets are going in on the over at Heck 56 yeah. and, a, and a half. I mean, you're probably right. Yeah. Traditional, traditional Big 12 shootout. And these are two of the usual suspects when you think of high-flying offenses. Yeah. Oklahoma State, the Baylor Bears. And they kind of mirror one another, and that's why that point spread is so tight right now. So that might be the best bet out there if you're looking at this game, that over-under. For sure. All righty, let's get into the game that everybody (laughs) wants to know about. That is Indiana, the Hoosiers. It's a basketball school. Yeah. Traveling to Nebraska, Lincoln to take on the Cornhuskers. Yeah. Uh, Um. My book's sitting right here at minus five. Towards yeah. the Huskers. Okay.
1: the Nebraska Huskers are picked at minus five, and the over-under is sitting at 60 on my side, Andy. You're
0: still at minus five. Yeah. I thought I'd been seeing six, maybe It even went six back down today.
1: It went back down? Okay. Yeah. So it opened up at three and a half, Andy, towards the Huskers, shot all the way up to six and a half, and now it's back down to five. <gasps> Why? Uh, Why? So initially, I think there was a pouring of Nebraska fans putting money on the Huskers to cover three and a half, which shot it up to six and a half. Now, I think... So many bets have either went on Indiana money line or the Indiana, you know, spread that it's evened itself out.
0: Uh, okay, okay. So the the why there is that there's anxious, would you call it, Nebraska yes. fans. Pumping that lineup, and I, I think uh, the Twitter handle sent out a tweet where some books opened up at like Nebraska plus two and a half, and it shot up right away to that three and a half. What you're saying, correct? Like, I mean, just like like that, exactly. And then all the way up to six and a half before the <laughs> the end of the day. Yeah, like came back down to five. Uh, even at five, <clears throat> I think I like
1: Indiana. Well, Andy, here's one point: Did Nebraska get better at college football in the off week? Uh, did the 127th best defense in college football figured out? 127th
0: best is the pass Love rush. How you
1: frame that? Is the pass rush gonna show up now? Is the Big Ten's worst pass defense gonna get better? And will the worst punt return in college football fix the glitch? Now, that is about four or five points that we know that all of them won't be fixed this week. But are we scared of this Indiana team that comes in at three and one?
0: Uh I mean they got a great offense. I yeah. like I like what they got on offense. Oh thank God I got saved by the <laughs> bell here. <laughs> yeah. Um but you know Nebraska's just been beating up Betters and they are they are they are tied for the worst in the nation at 0 and 4 against the spread. Yeah. Okay. And they've had one of the easiest schedules to start the season. Like just look at this like you would any other team I gotcha. you, you know what i mean everything points at indiana easily covered especially if you i think if you wait Till closer to kickoff, it might get back up to like six and a half.
1: Yeah, it could. It definitely could. You know? With with uh, with about what I'm about ready to uh, say, get ready for the rejuvenated Nebraska Cornhuskers. <laughs> oh, we thought all this go. before and got hurt time and time again. <laughs> but Mickey Joseph and the rest of the staff has a little bit. They've settled in a little bit. Oh, Getting yeah. a break will okay. do wonders. Uh-huh. This offensive comes out with a real yeah. spark this week. We spark. win the game, 34 to 30. We Boom. don't cover, but we win the game.
0: All right, all right. That's some Husker positivity there. there you With go. a little bit of sense uh, pumped into it as well, saying yes, we're not going to cover, but the Husker is going to win outright. So you like the Husker money line, uh, but you like Indiana covering. What about that over under,
1: real quick? I think it's going to hit. Is I think over? the over will hit. I think there okay. will be over
0: sixty points
1: scored in this game. Yeah. If we get lucky, if we get lucky, it's going to be a forty-two to you know uh, twenty-eight. Point victory for the huskers yeah. but like I said I think both teams are in the 30s and hopefully uh Nebraska yeah. squeaks out with a you know field goal or a late touchdown to put it over that 60.
0: you know current history would tell you that defense is going to be hard to come by right, right. for both teams here so I, I like where you're leaning on all that other than the, maybe the money line bet <laughs> <laughs> but, all right folks don't go anywhere we'll be right back with more WTL WTL. L. On a juvenile delinquent in the offseason in his major league debut. the windup in his first offering.
1: Just a bit
0: outside. WTL. And welcome back to WTL. Where's the line, everybody? I'm your host, Andy and joined by... Gibran. Oh, the parlay pounder. You got it. This is WTL, Nebraska's first and only all-sports betting show. Yep. And now we have a just a stellar slate here of ranked teams, college football. Let's get right into it. Number seven, Kentucky, the Wildcats, maybe one of the surprise teams of the nation. Heading on over to Ole Miss, they're ranked number fourteen in the nation. Eleven o'clock kickoff, ESPN, and Ole Miss, they're the seven-point favorite. Yeah, Andy, yeah, you said it right.
1: Uh, Great matchup here. Number seven coming into number fourteen, both four and zero. On mm-hmm. the year. Yeah, uh, you said minus seven towards Mississippi, and the over-under sitting there right at 54, Andy. Um, this is a tough one. This is a really good, good matchup. Old Miss defense have been... Far better than expected this season. Yeah. Uh, even against, you know, lowly competition uh-huh. so far, allowing the 10th fewest yards per play and is in the top 25 in tackles for loss as well. Yeah. So I really, really like this Old Miss team to kind of shut down yeah. what Kentucky's been doing so far. Yep. And uh, going into Old Miss, that is one of the hardest places. In college football to come in and win. I like the Ole Miss money line, Andy, which is sitting at a minus two eighty. Yeah, which is okay. not a lot of you know, value, but it's good enough to throw in a parlay or just bet straight if you're willing to risk a little I, bit more. I'm
0: telling you what, I like Ole Miss across the board here. They are eight and one. Yeah. Straight up. Their last nine games. Yeah. Okay. And they are also another line that I like here, that over under, what'd you say, fifty-four? Fifty-four. Uh it's kind of shocking, kind of surprising, I think, a lot of folks. Lane yeah. Kiffin, you know, yeah, yeah. high-flying, run-and-gun offenses, right? They're they ha- Mississippi's hit the under 11 of the last For 12 sure. games. That has become more than a trend now, and yeah. he's going to take on a team that's ranked higher than him with kind of a a fancy offense, Yeah, he's going to want to shut it down. He's going to want to slow it, slow it down. Exactly. Maybe something he learned uh, during his time over there in Alabama. For sure. But I'm Ole Miss here kind of across the board. Any any action that I'm going to sprinkle on this one, it's going to be on Ole Miss.
1: No, exactly. I like what you're saying there, Andy. Like I said, the Ole Miss defense is going to establish dominance in this game, really slow down the pace of it as well. And uh, I really like what you said with hitting that under and the Ole Miss money line.
0: Yes, sir. All right, so let's move on to another pretty big matchup. It's going to have a lot of eyeballs on a couple of oh, ranked yeah. teams out of the SEC, that being Alabama. Yep. Number 2 Alabama going to Arkansas. They're ranked number 20. This is a 230 kickoff over on CBS. Bama's got them, 17-point favorite. Yeah, that's crazy, isn't it, Andy, to see a, a team that's ranked in the top
1: 25. It well, you know, in at the top home. 20
0: at home at home
1: being a 17 point dog, but it and only three happens and one. it only happens to one team in the whole entire nation. Yeah. It's when Alabama comes to town. Uh over/under is sitting at 61 points Andy. <laughs> yeah, um, and people
0: are smashing that over. I mean, that, the bets are just flowing in on that over yeah. big time.
1: Well, I'm going to tell you what Andy. I really, really do not like either of these bets right here. I do not like Alabama to win by—they're going to win. Alabama is going to win this game. But I do not like how strung out that 17 points is against a very, very formidable foe in Arkansas. Right. I mean— And it's at home. It's in Arkansas. Did Alabama really fix the glitches that they had? you know uh you know everybody was throwing huge money on Alabama when they went in to play Texas and yeah. they barely snuck away with a win Probably so they shouldn't have won that game exactly they shouldn't have uh arkansas will play really well to make this game interesting i believe and their their defensive front is really really good andy so i yeah. I think Bama will come through in the end. The offensive line will pound its way, you know, in the ground game at the end okay. of the game to okay. really win this one. But my prediction is Alabama 34, Arkansas 20 which will not cover the 17-point uh, spread. So. I
0: like that, too. I like Arkansas covering here. That's way too many points. Yeah. And I wouldn't even call them glitches. I'd just say, you know, Texas, once again, was at home playing really good football. Exactly. And Alabama has this mystique that they deservedly so. That they're um, supposed to beat everybody by 40 or you right, know, whatever. Whatever the case is. And they're sitting at 4-0, and they're just going to go in there and, you know, ransack the place again. No, they're going to probably win. They— I yeah. will agree with that. But the money line, there's no value in no, that. No, 800 towards Can Alabama right now. I'm not Ridiculous.
1: risking $800 to win one. Uh, so, no, I really like Arkansas to cover this 17-point spread. And, uh, yeah, there I, I just think it's too many points for
0: an at-home yeah. team ranked in the top 20. I do, I do too. So let's move on to another ranked matchup here, yeah. that being Wake Forest. Ranked number twenty-two in the nation. Yeah. Taking on number twenty-three, Florida State. We've talked about Florida State before and we we pegged them pretty good here. That's gonna be a two thirty kickoff over on ABC. Jabron, who you got? Yeah. Okay,
1: so I'm just starting this off, Andy. Wake Forest uh is uh the underdog here. Florida State is minus seven right now mm-hmm. with mm-hmm. a two forty. Minus two forty money line and the over under sitting at sixty three and a half points. Gosh, yeah. these these over unders are just inflated this week with all of these good teams playing each other. Well, Andy, good offenses, man. Yeah, uh, like I was gonna say with the with the Demon Deacons, they're in a tough spot here after losing a double overtime game to Clemson yeah. in a heartbreak fashion last week. They had you know whatever Clemson is, number five in the nation, uh-huh. right on the seat you know of winning that. i them game. on the ropes. I'm also concerned uh, concerned about Wake Forest's one-dimensional offense as it won't be able to pass all day on Florida State's really, really good secondary. Yeah. The Florida State Seminoles appear to be getting stronger by the week, yeah. and their offense is really starting to click. I'm not sure Wake Forest has the horses to hang in this game for 60 minutes. I lay the touchdown with the Seminoles Ooh. at home.
0: Oh, my God. You're really going against the grain here. Yes, sir. Uh, over 80% of the bets right now are going in on Wake, covering that, taking those seven points there. Yep. Uh, but I agree with what you're saying there as far as Florida State. It looks like they found something. Is there going to be a little hangover, right, it, with, uh, with what Wake Forest had to go through that, last week? That's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking that these guys kind of come in
1: with a little bit, You know, less demeanor, already losing a game. Florida State is on the rise right now in the ACC trying to win this conference and uh, this is a huge spot for them and they know it.
0: This might be a good bounce back game though for Wake Forest too. I'll tell you what, uh, in their last six matchups with Florida State, they are 4-1 and 1 against the spread and Mm -hmm. you're already spotting them 7 points and we know Wake Forest, we know they are more than capable of beating a team like Florida State. I just don't like that it's on the road and it's after a game like that, I right. would rather this be a, like after they play two-lane or somebody. Exactly, right? you know, I'd rather it be after a little tune-up or something. Yep. So I might just sidestep this one. Yeah. Um, that the over/under at sixty-four. No. Just so many bets going, just smashing that over. It's too many. It's uh, too many. It's too many so, for me. Yeah. If I had to do something, it would probably be the under. Yep. And you're sitting in both of these teams. Great seasons thus far. For sure. State four, four and zero. Oh. Yep. Wake Forest three and one. As we mentioned, they could be four and Yep. All right, let's move on to the Nightcap, a team yeah. that we talked about a little bit there. That is number 10, North Carolina State. Heading on over to Clemson, who's ranked number five yeah. after they were able to edge out the Demon Deacons last week.
1: Yeah, Andy. Uh like you said, number 10 going into number five, uh, both four and and0 Uh, you know, nightcap yep. game on ABC. Yeah. Everybody's gonna be watching it. Uh six and a half. Point spread here towards uh, the Clemson Tigers, you know, rightfully so. They are the number five team in the nation. They are the you know quote well, unquote runner of this division or this conference. They're in the driver's seat. They're in the driver's seat. The proverbial. Driver's seat. Um, <sighs> <laughs> I don't know about this, Andy, but uh, the Clemson Tigers are going to get the benefit of the doubt at home, yep. like they always do, especially because they haven't lost there in a million years. Uh-huh. Uh, however, Clemson hasn't been. Nearly as impressive as they have been in years past. Uh, Like we said, nearly lost to Wake Forest and is 105th in the nation in passing defense. Yikes. The NC State Wolfpack has been one of the most balanced teams up to this point. They beat Clemson last year, and they have one of the better defenses in the country. I am going with the NC State Wolfpack plus six and a half. I think it's a lock. Yeah, I think it's one of the better bets. I I wouldn't be surprised to see Clemson win at the end of this game with a field goal or something, but I think NC State keeps this close. Might even win this game, Andy.
0: Yeah, I agree with that, and I also like the under a lot here. Yeah, Clemson's offense just is not what it was a couple of years ago. Uh, And also Clemson. I mean, their last 18 games are six and 12 against the spread. Yeah, uh, and four of the last six they've gone under. Um, and but they're 10 and 0 straight up. Yeah, so for I sure. mean exactly what you're saying. Yeah, they can win these games, and it's a home game, so you got to like Clemson here. Well, but that's a lot of points to be given up. Yeah, it it is, Andy. Uh, and just one more thing, I
1: kind of want to hit home with NC State. Uh, NC State is a physical team, 13th in total defense in the nation, 9th in run defense, and 10th in scoring defense. I was high on NC State entering the year, and I'm not ready to jump off the bandwagon just yet. (laughs) Uh, This has a chance to be a classic ACC battle, and the one that comes down to the wire. Give me the points.
0: I like it. I like that a lot, um, but we, we're we also saying if you're doing that straight-up thing, which I don't know if the value might be exactly where you want it to be, Cupsin, though, into yeah. a hold serve there uh, when at home. All Agreed. right, let's take a minute to recognize one of our fabulous partners. That is the Nebraska Brewing Company. I've been enjoying Wick for Brains, one of my favorite beers. It's a seasonal fall pumpkin ale. Nebraska Brewing Company, world-class in every glass. What have you been drinking? Uh, yeah, Wick for brains. <laughs> you know, getting into that Hall- Halloween spirit. Got a nice jack-o'-lantern on the
1: on the uh, label there, so it's kind of fun.
0: It is a fun seasonal beer, and it's not going to be around for much longer, so get in on it. Visit our friends over there in La Vista on 108th Street, Nebraska Brewing Company. You heard the horn. That means it's time for us to take a break. This is WTL. WTL. All right, nice
1: Still with
0: my mic? I got everything. W T L. And welcome back to W T L everybody. I'm your host Andy and This is Where's the Line? Nebraska's one and only sports betting show. I'm joined by like always
1: Jabron.
0: the Parlay Pounder. <laughs> yes, sir. And we got NFL football starting bright and early Sunday morning. We're going to take you all the way through Monday night. Yeah, but let's get to that 8 30 AM, 8:30 AM kickoff. That is Minnesota taking on the New Orleans Saints and they're kicking off over in London. That's why we're starting things off so early.
1: Yeah, Andy, that's really, you know, knocking into my drinking Saturday night because I have to be up at 8:30 to watch this Vikings Saints game. Uh like you said, Andy, it's over there in London. Uh the line's sitting right here now. I'm seeing Minnesota as a minus 3 favorite okay. with the over/under sitting at uh 43 and a half.
0: Okay, uh, I, I'm already seeing movement down to two and a half, so it's getting off All that right. key number of three. Yeah. Um, But these two teams, I'll tell you what, they are one and five against the spread so far this season. New Orleans has been one of the most underwhelming teams. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Vikings even lost kind of a head scratcher there, but they're still two and one. Exactly. Okay, the, the real record here, they're still two and one. Yeah, so I really like this at two and a half. Yeah, for I sure. I like that on Minnesota big time because no, I think they're probably going to win by a field goal.
1: No doubt. Uh, Minnesota is still trying to figure out their offensive identity under Kevin O'Connell. Mm-hmm. The Vikings can be a massive passing team with Kirk Cousins if he's playing good. It just uh, <laughs> a small if there. No, it just seems that you know in prime time he kind of you know fades. I, I don't like to play into that too, but the freaking science yeah. behind it is yeah. so crazy. It's overwhelming. It's though. overwhelming. Uh, they also got to get. On track with the running. Dalvin Cook's banged up a little bit, so you might see a little bit of Alexander Mattison this uh, Madison this week.
0: But the drop off really in there with Madison. No, his it's numbers not. are about the same. Yeah,
1: you know the the Saints are all over the place of trying to find oh, balance yeah, and I don't know about explosive. Jeez, uh, Jameis and they'll they'll be hurting for <laughs> for James. a while. That they, they just lost to the Panthers to give them the first their first win of the year. Uh, Dennis Allen's defense can only contain so much in London. I I really think the Vikings really jump out here uh, Um, with a 24 to 17 win. Yeah. And cover the spread.
0: Okay. I kind of like that too. I like Minnesota. And I think it's going to be kind of like how we approach Thursday night football. Yeah. It's going to be a little bit of a watered down uh, game plan. You know, you got the travel and all that type of stuff and a goofy kickoff and everything else. So, yeah. Minnesota, especially at two and a half, you can get them there. Yeah. Um, Getting off that key number of three. Yeah. All right. Let's. Go- move on to New England versus Green Bay. This is a 3:30 kickoff over on CBS. Green Bay, kind of a big favorite here. I was kind of surprised to see this line so big. Nine and a half is what I'm looking at right now. Yeah, a uh, lot of lot of books has
1: pushed this to ten and a half already, wow. Andy. All right, and uh, that's pretty crazy to think about that uh, yeah. being a you know being a spread against the Patriots. You've never really uh, seen that in the last. 10, 15 years. But there's but things that They do here. not look good, Andy. No. The Patriots do not look good. The Pack, the Packers are, you know, back to rolling with the ideal offense and defensive complimentary football yep. uh, with Matt LaFleur and uh, Aaron Rodgers, just kind of the way they liked it. Lighten it up. Uh, Rodgers outdueled the GOAT last week, and uh, now he'll take on, you know, to the shelf his former team. Uh, you know, no, Bill Belichick's defense. You know, I, I just don't. No. I. I I think this might be the lock of the week. Taking the Packers at ten and a half. I, wow. I really, That's really, a lot of points. In the I know NFL, it is. Man. I know it is, and uh, I think Brian Hoyer might be the starting quarterback yeah. for the Patriots. I think you're right. So I, think I really you're right. think they're going to kind of spread it on him. Packers win thirty to ten. Cover the spread and
0: New England, thus far, early season, young season. I get it, but they are 0 and 2 and 1 ATS, and Green Bay is on the other side of that. Yeah, uh, so everything's pointing towards Green Bay. I just hate it though in the NFL when it gets around <laughs> yeah. that, yeah, nine 10 point range. That's you, a lot of points, you're right, in the NFL. And the uh, over under is sitting there at 40 and a half, and that's split right down the middle. Everyone kind of agrees. Um, with 50% of the bets going one way, 50 the other right now. Yeah. That, that Boy, the bookies, the cappers, they got that one just right as well. Yeah. I think it's going to be tough for New England to score over 14 points. Yeah, me too, I Andy. really do. Me too, Andy. So with that thought going into it, I, if I had to lean one way, I'd probably be leaning towards the ender. Perfect. You know, I... Yeah, I I like it. All righty. So let's move on to another 3.30 kickoff on CBS. That is the Denver Broncos Yeah, taking on the Las Vegas Raiders. Yeah, uh, man.
1: The Raiders have just been abysmal, but so have... But the Denver Broncos have looked terrible, too, but yes, they're still sitting they're, with two wins. Still won. Yeah, Vegas has not won a game. They're 0-3. <laughs> they are the two-and-a-half-point favorite right now on my book, Andy, with a 45-and-a-half over-under.
0: You know, and and whether I'm, whether I'm reading up my usual journals and, and things yeah. of that nature and, and following the cappers that I like to follow, Yeah. Uh, everyone kind of keeps saying, they go back to, well— Las Vegas has to win sometime. Exactly. They have to turn around sometime. Exactly. They're sitting at 0 3 and 0 3 against the spread as well. And somehow, you know, the luck has to run out for Denver sometime. I,
1: I think so, Andy. I mean, and they're
0: coming off a short week, right? Yes. Uh, that was just an ugly game. Yeah. Ugly. That somehow game. they won. Yeah. Win. What was that, 11 to 10?
1: Yeah, it was bad. <laughs> uh, yeah. The Broncos and Raiders are breaking into new offensive minded coaches, obviously, with Nathaniel Hackett, with the Broncos and Josh McDaniels, yeah. with the Raiders. Russell Wilson and Derek Carr have been slow to adapt to both of these oh my things. God. Uh, the play calling isn't in sync for either team right now. No. I think desperation kicks in for Carr and the Raiders, though, and the feisty Raiders, yeah. and they get the win, get them back to a suddenly yeah. underachieving AFC West, you know, in the pack there. Raiders win 23 23- To twenty and cover the spread.
0: All right. There you go. Yeah, because that two and a half right now, it's off that key number of three. So if get in on it, get in on it right now. If you Las Vegas at home, I'd have to agree with you there. I think they have to turn around as well. They are not as bad as a team as they've been playing uh, up to this point. A lot of questions, questionable coaching, but (laughs) you could also say the same for Denver, or maybe more so. Even more so. And that that clock management is gonna bite them. It has to. Yeah. So in Las Vegas, that might not be a good place. Uh, To trip up on that stuff again. Yep. All right. So let's move on to the main event. There you go. Monday night football. All the lights are going to shine bright because it's the 49ers hosting the Los Angeles Rams. Yeah. Where they are the one and a half point favorite are the 49ers.
1: Yeah. uh, (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. It's, uh, you know, kind of a rivalry game, you know, both both, uh, West Coasters and. Rams in at 2 and 1, uh-huh. but it hasn't been a pretty 2 and 1, like we've said about a few teams on here. And San Francisco just lost that terrible game against, you know, like we were saying, the Denver yeah. Broncos Definitely. to go 1 and 2. They are, you know, with the new quarterback, T- Trey Lance is out for the season. Uh, Jimmy G just got back in there, and we were talking about this a little bit off yeah. air. Andy, uh, Jimmy G looked like he hasn't been practicing. Yeah. he kind of just got thrown into that starting position, which I believe yep. is true. So maybe he tightens it up a little more in this game, and uh, with this one and a half point, you know, favorite against the defending Super Bowl champions. A lot of people are thinking that as well.
0: Yeah. And, uh, I mean, it's split right down the center there. I think the wrong team is favored. Me I like, I like LA here. Yeah. Uh, I know it's a road game and it's tough to play in San Francisco or Santa Clara or Oakland or wherever they're playing games at now. Uh, but LA's shown me a heck of a lot more than the 49ers. And it feels like LA might be trending the right way. Yeah. And San Francisco is trending the wrong way. And they, they've just <clears> been <throat> offbeat from the get go. Um, uh, saying Trey Lance is our starter regardless. Not allowing Jimmy G to study the book, the playbook, or be in practice. And I think that showed more than anything. I mean, he stepped out of the back of the, the end, end zone. <laughs> yeah, he did. I saw a pretty funny meme on that, though. That was pretty funny, where it says end racism, and Jimmy G put his, put foot, his foot down. Put his foot down. Hey, I'm all behind that <laughs> me guy. Me too. Jimmy G, you're an inspiration. You're also an inspiration for me to take the ramps here. Yeah. And that plus money. Well, this should be a
1: typical grinding, close physical game between two NFC West arch rivals yeah, yeah. that, you know, plays out. Much like their, you know, final two big meetings in 2022, uh, including the NFC title game, I give the edge to the Rams. Uh, I think they have a better overall offense, and this is just going to be a fun chess match between Kyle Shanahan yeah. and Sean McVay. Yeah. Yeah. So I am rocking I like with the uh, Rams uh, with the with the plus one and a half right now.
0: All righty, you heard the horn, so that means we're up against it. But it wouldn't be. Where's the line? With the parlay pounder without a parlay play. Jabron, All right. Jabron, yeah. hit me. Hit uh, us. What do you got? Okay. Uh,
1: I got a three-team parlay for us this week. Ooh. I'm betting 50 bucks on the Dallas Cowboys at a minus 160 money line. <laughs> I'm uh, changing that back with uh, Los Angeles Chargers at a minus two thirty money line, and then rocking with the Minnesota Vikings at eight thirty a.m. with a minus one forty bet. Putting fifty dollars on this to win one fifty oh, in return. I like that. We like it,
0: uh, and that is the three-team parlay for the week. You heard it, folks. Get in on it now. Run down the teams one more time. There:
1: Cowboys, Chargers, Vikings. Three-team parlay. Boom. All winning this weekend. Fifty bucks for one fifty. Let's get it. Let's get
0: it. All right, that'll do it for us this week, folks. Be sure to follow us on YouTube, Twitter, and TikTok. Receive weekly free picks, short videos, feature-length episodes. For Jabron, the parlay pounder, I'm Andy Klassen. Thanks, folks, for listening. This has been WTL.